Welcome back, everyone, to the second episode of our regular podcast, For the Love of Cinema. This is episode 269B. Nice. Thank you. Where we now talk about Spencer with Kristen Stewart. With you, with you for that discussion, Grayson, Roger, and Chris. For the episode of The Batman, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming trailer talk, check out episode 269A. Nice. Thank you. Posted on Tuesday, 315. All right, gentlemen, we are now taking a hard shift from Batman to Spencer, the other half of the Twilight romance, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> the, twi- the Twilight comeback right here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. This is the comeback door. Jake, this is the one about the wolf guy, right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. Yes, it is. It is. That definitely is. All right. Let's talk about the movie Spencer. Roger, what goes on in Spencer? Actually, let me get some. Um, get some particulars out of the yeah, way, dog. Sorry, man. Some Rotten Tomatoes stuff, too. I, I know, Rod. So you're going to love Rotten Tomatoes. Though. He's ready to just drop in. Spent <laughs> so long on Batman. He's All right. Like, Let's go. All right. Tomato meter, 83%. Okay. Audience score? You guys, you guys want to take a guess? 76. Oh, uh, not even that. 62. 52. No. 5-2 on Spencer. Usually it's the other way right. around. Usually it's the... The, the audience likes it a whole lot more than the critics did because audience is usually way more forgiving than critics. But you know, but with this, with, with with what I saw, I get the score. This movie's not for everybody. I think I'm representate. I'm I'm a good representation of the average viewer for this. Movie. Well, sure. it's, it's the same with Licorice Pizza. People are gonna watch this movie and like, why the hell is this up for an award? But all right, let's well, I, know, I still want to know about Licorice Pizza. <laughs> I know why this one's up for an award. Yeah, well, yeah. Chris and Stewart is phenomenal. Yes. But, all right. Kristen Stewart, of course, is Princess Diana. Sean Harris is uh, Chief Darren. Jack Farthing, Somebody. Prince Charles. Sally Hawkins, the wonderful Sally Hawkins, is Maggie. Timothy Spall, Major Gregory. Amy Manson is Anne Boleyn, which is weird. Directed by Pablo Lorraine. Roger, what is Spencer about? Uh, Spencer is about the Christmas holiday of we. I don't know what year, but late in the marriage. Early nineties, early nineties. Yeah. Uh, mid nineties, I think. Okay. Mid nineties, but late in the marriage of princess die and Prince, uh, Prince Charles, um, after the Prince Charles has had a very public affair, um, about them coming together for the Christmas holiday. And basically we watched the unraveling of Diana. And this is the story of that. Unraveling is correct because, man, I don't know the intricacies, but if this is at all accurate, that well, poor woman. Now, obviously, I'm no expert on the royal family, even though I'm like three quarters royal <laughs> on the way there. Yeah, on the way there. Yeah. 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 Um, like that close. Um, a, there was a lot of stuff that happened between them, like their whole romance and marriage and all of this was highly publicized. It's a big deal when the royal family – when people get married and really big deal when they get divorced. But like there was, there was rumors of affairs from early on by both people. Um, like rumors of like people getting sued for saying somebody had an abortion, like all kind like crazy, crazy stories here. And as somebody who may not have been in the greatest mental state anyway, that Diana was at this point, this basically is what tips her over the edge. Um, for how things go for the rest of, well, sadly, the, the remainder of her life. So, yeah. Like, she had some, she had an eating disorder and all this sort of stuff. So, it's a super upbeat, happy movie. Great family film. <laughs> yeah. Take, take all the kids. Yeah. Yeah, they'll love it. So, okay. Well, I mean, this, I, I think for, 
the Batman discussion is, is going to be a little different, but for Spencer discussion, I think it's important. I mean, Batman, we focused on story points, characters that we, you know, we've seen a different hashed out, but this one more like how the movie is made and what's going on with Kristen Stewart's character, because like she is largely the only character we see for some, for a large part of this movie. Large chunks yeah, of time. It, it, this is her show, right? Yep. Well, this is exactly, well, I mean, let's, the reason we watch this movie because it doesn't really fit to what we normally talk about. And if she hadn't have been nominated for an Oscar for this role, chances of us ever discussing this movie in any length on this show, very little. Yeah. So, but she is nominated for her performance because, and I want to be out front with this. She does a, an excellent job of becoming this person. Portraying this version of Diane that, that they wanted to show. Yep. Yeah. So, um, who knows how much of this is true? I'm assuming some of this has to be verified because if it was, well, if it wasn't, they wouldn't let it get made. Yeah, there's definite defamation things. Yep. At that point. So there's there's that. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're gonna talk about one thing I want to lead in with before we talk about Kristen Stewart and her performance. What do you guys think of the setting of this? Of this like old ass castle. I mean, I don't know. Like, I got a thing for old ass castles, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then I like the like the, the the type of film they used for this, right? Because they because they make it grainier, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was a nice touch because it felt like a feels like the mid nineties felt like a nineties movie yeah, yeah. at that point. So I thought that was a really cool thing. I think I could do that with my hair. It's getting hey, long. Hey Grayson, before we get off track, let's do some particulars while I mean mug Roger for I mean, saying stupid shit. Look at my flowing. We already did the particulars, man. Damn, all of them. Yeah, yeah, we okay. did. All right, I thought, thought we got so, this is, so, oh, Pablo, okay, so Pablo Lorraine made this, and when we're looking at something like this, this is this is not your 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 typical Hollywood film, but this is about you know I mean, and largely this is about I mean at least the way this story is told is a woman who is completely trapped in a cage and cannot get out. This is a very specific part of an of a biography. So I want very to specific at, chapter. Of I wanted to look at the director and what else he had done. And he did that movie. He did Jackie. That was Katie Holmes, um, which was another movie about a woman kind of stuck in a place, uh, and really was just dealing with her situation. So I mean, that's the only one I know. And um, Emma, I'm e- EMA. I'm I'm not. That's the only one I, d- I don't know what it is, but I'm guessing from the poster it's the same way. So this guy's got kind of a kind of a thing in how he tells stories, and that's you know nothing wrong with that. With Princess Di though, Princess Di is a huge, huge character. I mean, a character, huge person that like people still talk about today. And, she like, was basically more famous than the entire royal family combined. I mean, people, which is an incredible ask, by the way. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, especially over here in the states, not even in in in, in England, like over here in the states. She was very talked about. You know, she's a very stylish woman, always looked her best. Her hair was always phenomenal, always wearing the best dresses. Uh, her kids are obviously, you know, very important in the royal family. So, I mean, all eyes were on her. And like, my buddy, William. Yeah, yeah, your your personal buddy, William, who you're basically royalty anyway, so. Wait till me, William, and Andrew Garfield hang out oh, and man. make fun of Grayson. Oh, geez. You guys do a whole oh, podcast about we'll, it. We'll hit you up on FaceTime and be like, ah, bro, too bad you're not here. So, you some, weren't invited. Something that my wife pointed out while we watched this movie was that it, that she absolutely got the look right. Oh, yeah. Like, just, it's 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 uncanny, actually. It, she looks so much, so, so similar to Princess Diana of all, like, the pictures I've seen and things I looked at after I saw this movie. 
it's impressive how much she resembles at this point. So because of that, are we putting this in the same category as like a biopic? I think it is think it's by a definition, biopic, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say there's a there's an argument to be made. I don't know if it is particular, but there's an argument to be made, sure. Because this is such a specific time in her life. Like, we're not telling the before or the after. We're telling these specific days in, you know, the latter years of Princess Di's life. Right. So I don't know if it really does qualify as a biopic, though I can see the argument for qualifying it as a biopic. So, I mean, I, 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 I would not. If you guys do, I, I couldn't say you're wrong. I think I do. But... I won't fight you on it. I mean, so the the whole story here is we get to see like the end of this time of her being a part of the royal family and all the pressure that's on her to act prim and proper, right? To go through and follow through the traditions and how much mental hell that must be for somebody who has basically been drug publicly. <laughs> through every bit of mud that you can be drugged through. Everybody's starting to see what's her reaction going to be. What's her reaction going to be? She probably just wants to be left alone because yeah. son of a bitch, I would be. Well, yeah, because not, not only that, it's, she has to go deal with the, with the family now too. Yep. You know, she that, that's that's foreboding on its own front where she has to, she has to now show up to the, see the royal family that she's married into after the world found out about, you know, her husband's a very public affair not even her affair her husband's affair. so before the standards that the royal family had for her before all that now she has to go deal with you know this on top of whatever else she had to deal with before so it's it's got to be daunting it's good and it would have a toll on you mentally yeah no I, i i agree with that and the movie does a good job in really kind of getting you into her mental state at the time which i'm sure again it has to be accurate, right? Like you'd think this this performance is pretty spot on to what Die was like at that event. I would say so. But I mean, the one thing that I'm impressed with is about how regimented this stuff is. Like for appearances, like they have dresses, you know, clothing laid out for breakfast meal, lunch meal, dinner here. We got to be here at this time. Got to be at church here. You know, photography here. We're having this. You got to be here for that. And then so far where she starts going on her own path is like she didn't wear the right dress. You know, she didn't wear what they wanted her to wear. She didn't wear the pearls. And it's like, God damn it. (laughs) People, leave me alone. When she she first gets her where they, you know, tradition says you got to gain three pounds to have a good Christmas. And they weigh her. And she was just like, do we have to do this? Yeah. Yes, the queen says yes. Well, not only is it, you know, like, do we have to do this? This is, you know, stupid or insulting. That also goes directly against her weight issue. Her, her yeah, she's disorder. already bulimic. Yeah. Noted, noted this is factual yeah. as bulimia. Yep, everyone in the family knows this, yet they're still going to make her go on those scales because of tradition. But that's that's a very English thing, isn't it? You know, you know, you have to follow that tradition. It's a real dick move, period. I mean, yeah, which it, I'm, I got a friend who would. Who would have said that? Who would agree with the fact that no, you got to follow that tradition? You know, he's also very English. So, but it's is he a dick? Yep. <laughs> is he Prince oh, Charles? Yeah, yeah, I'm closer to royalty than you are. I'm just, you that's pocket in that one. He's like 75. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like that. That has to be hard too, and that kind of sets the stage for the how the rest of this is going to go. Right? She sure. walks. She's she's already having a, having a hard time getting there. She's but, late. <laughs> yeah, like like 
she's already having a hard time getting there. And we see that it's, that we don't quite know why yet, but then as soon as she walks in, she's immediately hit with, with this opposite force of, you know, Hey, you have to do this thing. I don't want to do this thing. Yeah, but you should really do this thing. And that sets the whole, not, not, you should really be like, you're doing this thing. Yeah. She didn't really have a choice. I like how she half did it and then got off there, though. So yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Fair. Sweet. I did it. Sweet. Sweet. Well, yeah. You don't, you, you, the queen is the last to arrive. And you don't arrive after the queen. And she did. Until you do. She did, though. <laughs> well, I mean, she did it on purpose. Every, it wasn't, every time. Lost. I mean, she on purpose got Actually, lost. I think she did get lost. I think she was already late when she got she lost. She was probably in her head. head and it, yeah, I, either she got herself lost on purpose without realizing it, or she got lost because she was just in her head. Oh, can I, can I bring there. up one thing about her driving around in this Porsche? Yeah. It's Christmas in England. She's driving around in a Porsche with a top down. Yeah. Bro, it ain't warm there. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't warm there. She ain't right. It's, a, it's, it's an island surrounded by the, you know, very cold currents. Yeah, it's England ain't tropical. It's, you know, I was like, God damn. She and then at the end where like uh, Harry's in the back, she's like, I'm cold. Yeah, yeah. I bet you are. <laughs> You're in the back of a top down Porsche on the day after Christmas driving to KFC. <laughs> awesome. Um, so let's talk about, I mean. Been there. <laughs> yeah. You're so royal, Roger. It's incredible. Um. Let's talk about some of the stylistic choices, like the, the the music choice that kind of blew out the rest of the movie at times when she was being told something she didn't want to do or didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, the music would like almost to the point crescendo where like, come yeah, up really so crescendo, and then it would just all of a sudden drop off. Like after she, you know, she just okay, fine. But I think that's just her. I think that's what's represent her just tuning out the world, right? Yeah, of course it is. Until she just does it, and then or just she's to, breaking you know, either one. Yeah, well, probably either, both, either one. I mean, she is not in a good mental state, and that and that's shown to you several times. Um, also, I, I love when oh, she, she clips herself in the arm with a oh yeah, no. you know, like, <laughs> that, would, like that would hurt so listen, with, those, with listen, the wire cutters. When she did that, I was just like, oh no, yeah, oh, oh, don't no. do that. Because where she do first off to do it anywhere on your body, but where she does it, yeah, it's a very soft. Oh, I got a tattoo there. I knew it was no. not great. It was not great. Oh, no, sir. Ooh. And what about when she when she chewed into the pearl? That hurt my teeth watching that Make scene. My teeth hurt. Yep. Mm. You know my favorite scene though is when she's like, "Can you please leave now? I want to masturbate." <laughs> that, that, that's a surefire way of getting them out of there. Though. Well, that, that's what she I wanted to do was get them out of there. But oh well, yeah, I chuckled. It doesn't. I don't understand. Watching this movie, I would say that whoever is going to be the queen, like the, the princess, has literally no power whatsoever. Because yeah, right. I mean, it's almost like they like they didn't even like there was no fear in the staff of like no none none of like oh I, I can't okay. tell her no well or, they're under very specific orders yeah and and they're very barred in tradition also think of it from from the perspective of what's also happened in their lives they know of the affair that happened everybody so knows. so at that point your either like that family. Because they don't know what's going to happen. This all just became public. It's very new still. So they don't know what's going to happen next. They, While they can either be asympathetic towards towards Diana or they're going to they're gonna kind of lean on, on the side of, of like their, their direct blood family at that point too. So there's going to be that feeling of tension and also what they're going to, like they expect her to be going through some things. She probably already was before all this happened, but now this made it worse. So they're walking on eggshells for different reasons, probably too, with yep. her. 
because they don't know what's going to happen next. And they know, they know that things are wrong right now. So there's a lot of things that play into the way that these characters interact with each other because of how exacerbated the current situation is and how bad it could be. Sure. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, it's all very good. It's all very well told in the way this movie is. I mean, it shows you, she's basically isolated in all the shots is like, for instance, she's walking down a long hallway, but she's the only one in it. Like, mm-hmm. is there, I mean, there's a visual she's cue to show you that someone is just lost. And she doesn't have to be isolated. She doesn't want to be, but I think I, she wants, to I be. think she wants to be, she's choosing that whether it's because it's what she feels like she needs to do, or she has to, has to be alone, has to be away from all these people because they're driving her literally mad. But she chooses that isolation too, because you know, it's, she's been through some shit and it's taking a toll on her. And that's the path that she's choosing at that point. Can we talk about the efficiency of their kitchen staff? Oh God. Military precise. Yeah. Yeah. Dear Lord. Yeah. They can hear you. You see that sign head up. Don't make noise. Remember, they can hear you. Yeah. Keep sound, I'm sorry. Keep sound to a minimum. Yeah. You know they can hear you. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just barking out orders, and he's yeah. like absolute silence. And yep. somebody drops something, he's just like, uh, mind your feet. <laughs> <laughs> or can we talk about how incredibly awesome the royal shower house must be? Oh, God, yeah. Like, isn't that cool? Like, there's like a weird fountain into yeah. the shower. It is, but like, wouldn't that be messy as hell all over Dude, the that's floor? like... That's like cool. Hogwarts. Just like Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think I give a shit? <laughs> Somebody well, no. clean the bathroom. <laughs> now. Uh, I wondered why, because when the movie was starting and I saw a bunch of like foreign production companies, I was like, oh, am I watching the right movie? And then, of course, you know, Chris and Stewart pops up. So I'm, of course, I am. But I, I wondered because I didn't know. Like, I knew of this movie's existence. I didn't know exactly that. The way it was being told was how it was going to be told. I thought it was going to be way more of a, you know, a, a rocket man or a, you know, that kind of biopic rather than. It's not. So I can see why someone like Kristen Stewart would be attracted to this. Um, and, yeah. I mean, she's literally the only reason this movie gets made is they, they found someone who looks like Die and is a great actress as well. She's pretty good. She Again, is. though, like I joked about it earlier with uh, Robert Pattinson for Batman. It's going to come down to these two people. The worst thing that they ever did was going to be the one that probably made them the most money personally yeah. in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong about that. That was. I don't know. I bet you. I bet you Pattinson got paid for Batman. No. Small, I mean, small listen, indie film. I, I know that he made more than she does for Spencer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Unless she, unless she snags a golden statue. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't know. You don't know what they paid her for. You don't know. I, I mean, bet the, you it but, wasn't Twilight money. But the production, the the cost. This wouldn't have been an expensive. Because those sets already exist and they stand. They're already always – those houses are always there. The sets are always built. It would have been – I imagine this would have been a fairly inexpensive thing to shoot as well and fairly quick. Because, I mean, when the, when she's outside, she's just in a field. Yeah. And when she's inside, she's probably in, inside of a building that's been used a thousand times to shoot. Yeah, she, and she's probably only in like a couple of corridors of that building too, honestly. Man. What a laid out place that was. How about the weird interaction between her and Charles? Um, not well, not the pool table one. When, when he's like, "Remember, the staff worked really hard to make this yeah. deal. Please don't try to vomit it yeah. up into the, the, yeah. the hallway lavatory." <laughs> Yikes! I, Things are going great in this marriage. I was great. wondering when, like, 
I was wondering because no one ever seemed to be on Dai's side about this. No one, like not even well, she's only her the outsider here again. She's not blood. She's not royalty blood. She marries into that, and that's the kind of point I made earlier. Was that you know if the family has t- chose one of two paths. It was either a to have sympathy for her and to really be on her side, even though she's not blood related, or the royal family is going to side with the royal family and almost ostracize her, and that's the route that they take. Which, which as the royal family, that's probably where they're going to lean. You know, nine times out of ten, is they're gonna they're gonna collect to themselves because it's 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 that's the way that works. You got to keep those doors closed, man. Yeah, it, I get it. Yeah, it's a very exclusive club. I and I don't agree with it, but that's just that's just the reality of it. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, we saw how it unfolds. Yeah. So I mean, assuming that most of this stuff has to be at least partially accurate well, yeah, something yeah, like that because nobody got sued for making spencer um that we know of anyway yeah. um like this the pressure that must be on diana period here is just crushing right yeah. like she's just not having a great time i did love the interaction she has with her kids yep you know about how that they are her center as they should be yeah. you know what brings her back and you know like hey if you think i'm being really like silly you let me know and then she runs into the bathroom. He's like, "Mom, you're being silly." <laughs> you told me, you know. Uh, I felt bad. I, I felt I felt bad for the old, for the oldest kid because mm-hmm. I, I, I I I can relate there on some levels. So it was like that's a tough spot for him. To be he in. knows something is wrong. He knows something's wrong. He know he, he 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 he's worried about his mom, but he knows that there's things that they're supposed to do. They have to do, and she's making that hard. He's a slave to tradition just because he has to be. Yep. it's just it's a tough situation for a kid to be in and i'm sure that was tough one thing about this movie i did really enjoy was the comparison to anne boleyn Mm -hmm. of uh how she just is seeing her yeah well because she sees herself as her i was like what the hell well because i mean this is exactly how the boleyn story plays out is henry the eighth found another woman he he wanted so he killed his wife to be with her Mm -hmm. so i mean the other boleyn girls a movie that you know came out several years ago maybe like 2007 or eight something like that a long time ago yeah Scarlett Johansson, Natalie Portman, um, what's it? Who's the Hulk? Eric, Eric Bana. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. But I mean, she sees herself as Anne Boleyn. She's reading the book, and she literally sees the ghost of Anne Boleyn. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was an interesting touch. And then she saw herself as Anne Boleyn too. I mean, it's. I guess you could take this movie one way as, you know, she's starting to lose her mind. However, I mean. I've, I have a feeling most women would react like this, given the situation. Regardless Lots of, of people regardless in of that scenario would yeah. have something. Well, royalty or not, I mean, man or woman, whoever got cheated on would feel a lot like and would act a lot like she's acting in this. I don't even know if it's about her being cheated on. It's the fact that, I mean, it's part of that scenario, part of the equation about the very public cheating and they're very – I mean, everything they do is categorized by the paparazzi and the, the tabloids there. And not everybody is bagging on them for having an affair. They're looking at what's Diana going to do because there was an affair. Like, you got to look at that and be like, what the hell, man? You know, there's just no privacy in that that kind of world. Which is also why, you know, Chris mentioned earlier about how the royal family has to stay closed off to themselves. Because... The only people that know what it's like to be a royal person is the royal family. Like, everybody knows that this is how it is here. And listen, tradition might suck, but it's what we do. So, yeah, it's not ideal for anybody involved, but that is just the unfortunate thing that they live through. Yeah. 
I, I'm not quite sure. I, outside of a woman kind of becoming unraveled, maybe kind of just spiraling with depression, how else would you how would you describe this story? If someone's like, hey, man, what is Spencer about? I think I might watch that tonight on Hulu. What would you tell them? So what Spencer is about is a very small window in the Princess Di's life, um, about one of the worst times that she ever had somewhere. I think that's how you got to look at it. This movie is not for everybody. It is is absolutely not. It, I, I understand like this movie's got a lot of critical acclaim, and it probably deserves it just for Kristen Stewart's performance because she does a really, really good job here. But you'd have a hard time, like Chris mentioned, you know, he's the average movie viewer. Chris, overall, do you like this movie? This movie, no. This, I, I didn't enjoy watching this movie. But again, I'm not the target audience, I don't think. No, you're okay. Well, that, that leads me to my next question. Who do you think this movie is made for? Who's the target audience here? Obviously, people that are, like, Princess Diana still has a huge following. People still love the royal family and that sort of stuff. So I think it would get some attention from that sort of crowd. But for most people, especially in America, I don't know who this is really for. Well, no, I mean, okay. Well, let's let's break your question down into demographically. Let's break it. Who, what gender, what age is this movie made for? Because I mean, I mean, a studio is not going to make this unless they have some kind of projection for a profit. You know, no one makes a movie for to lose money. Everyone's like, okay, if you're gonna make this, who's it aimed at? Is that true though? Because I mean, because or do do some people go out and make movie projects and have you know films that they make because they're passionate about it and they believe they can you know they can make a a fine piece of art. Well, fine, you can make a fine piece of art, but that's, that's if you true. if you keep making fine piece of art that make that costs you know fifty. One of those fine pieces of art have to make some money. Yeah, I mean, if they all, if none of them make money, yeah. you then studio, then you just no one's going to fund you anymore. So yeah, but here's the thing: though. How, how much did Hulu pay for this? Well, that's the thing we don't know, yeah. and we probably never will. But the other side of it is too: is once this does get made, everybody looks at it and be like, "Listen, this movie's not for everybody, but Kristen Stewart kills it here. Mm-hmm. Like, people should watch this, and you know, like it definitely will have a home in a thing like Hulu because." You know, it does have Oscar, at least one Oscar nomination here. So if your movie doesn't make a lot of money, but you garner an Oscar nom, isn't that a win? Well, yes, of course it is. Because, I mean, it will inevitably in big cities be re-released in theater and make more money. So it yeah. is. And I don't, I don't assume this movie lost any money, if you well, understand what but I mean. Let's, but again, back to my question. Yeah. Who is this aimed at? I mean, is this so what age? I think this is aimed at. I think this is this is aimed at definitely critics, women, critics of film, and no, no, no. We're not talking about. We're not. No, I'm. I mean, give me, give me a gender and give me an age group. I don't um, think this is aimed at, aimed at a certain gender. I, I mean, I look, think, this is not a. This is in no way a guy movie. There, are, there are guys out there who would enjoy it. And nothing wrong with that. But this is no way intended to be aimed at any kind of male demographic. I, I mean, I, I could. Could you? Is there any argument you can make for that? I, I disagree with you on that point. I don't think it's made for women or men. I think this is made as I think this is made to be a a film that has critical acclaim. I think that's what this is made for. It definitely has that. And in which it's now well, it only has one. Right? It only has I mean one critical acclaim. I, I get. I just. I. I think this is. I think this is aimed at Princess Diana fans, or of or followers, and movie critics. 
because I can't think like this isn't aimed at little girls now. This isn't aimed, aimed, aimed at an older woman audience. This isn't aimed at either of those spectrums. I don't think because this isn't a movie. This isn't a bi- This isn't a actual biography, you know, or autobiography like piece from a book taken out and like made into this. This is this is someone's version of Princess Diana's time of this part of her life with things that they know to be true that I they've th- turned into film. I think it would skew to an older demographic, though. It was skewed towards, but it's not aimed at them. No, no, you're right. You know, no no one said, I'm going to make this Prince Diana film because I want the older demographic to really enjoy something that I make. That's not what happened. You know what I mean? This movie's made because I think, oh, but something you said earlier, Grayson, they have Kristen Stewart who damn well looks the part. And that's, that's, that's the reason why someone goes, I think we can make this film. Okay, so you may have a point because I was thinking – when I last week, you remember we talked. We always talk before we start recording about what we're watching next week, and we're all, yeah, yeah. all okay with it. Who we'll make sure we have time and all that? I gotta admit, when I was, I was looking forward to it because I had heard. So, Chris, you may be on something because I had heard Kristen Stewart killed it. So I was like, oh no, I'm really looking forward to this. I want to yeah. see how she does. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're partially right in that. Um. I mean, they knew they had something with Kristen Stewart, and they knew she was going to kill it, which she does. I mean, she's a very high-profile actress. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. And she's very capable. So maybe yeah. they knew what they were going to get along, or they, yeah. you know, like, or they, like, like, or they knew who they had to bribe. They already had him bribe. Well, whatever to get the Oscar nom, fine. But yeah. I mean, perhaps you're right about that because I didn't even think it wasn't because it was a princess, a movie about Princess Diana. I was excited to watch it because Kristen Stewart was amazing yes. in it. Exactly, so and I mean, like, I have a point there. And, and, and imagine someone starts to make this film and they ask Kristen Stewart to do this and she says, no, this isn't for me. This movie doesn't get made, right? You, might, you might have a backup candidate. I would be – I don't think the list of, of people who could have done it's this not long though, right? Three or, three <laughs> yeah, or four sure. names. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. So like I, I – you know, this was made because they had the person to do it and someone's like, no, I think we can make this movie now. You know, I think that's where it lands. You're probably right about that. This is probably in the can for years. I bet you if you do research, this has been this movie, regardless of the script we have, other scripts could have existed for, yeah. for like a decade now. Like someone's been waiting to make this movie and like it, and like all the things finally came together like, for it. Kristen Stewart's like, God, fine, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. She's been getting emails. She's been getting e- her agents been getting emails for like the last seven years. Hey, you ready to do that thing yet? Like, cause I'm ready. You, know, you said you call them back. <laughs> Kristen's like, I want three million. I want to be done with this in three weeks. We we good? Done? Yes. Uh they said they'll do the three, but they're gonna need at least six. We can do it in four then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> four they got a deal. All right. <laughs> oh, I don't think this is this is definitely because the movie I'm working on is a fairly high budget, high profile movie, I found out. But it's has all kinds of action set pieces and car chases and all kinds of exciting scenes. And this is, I think they're shooting this in less than eight weeks. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. that movie. Remember back when movies used to take years to shoot? Yeah. Like, isn't that ridiculous to think about now? Yeah. So um, let, no, I mean, let me ask you about uh, her about Maggie, the Maggie character. Sure. Interesting character, Sally Hawk. Yeah. yeah. Interesting and, arc of that character and her and an interesting interaction from from Prince from Princess Diana with her character too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, she's a real person, right? It's just that Probably. one scene where she's not real. Like she has like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually a real person because yeah. there's other parts where they talk about that lady and mm-hmm. they're not like you know. Oh, it's crazy Diana again. Like, you know, they, they talk about that character with her. But in that scene, that kind of threw me for a second. I was like, wait a minute. 
And like I started re- rethinking, like, did anybody else talk to that woman? Yeah. And but eventually you find out, yeah, she's real. So it's like, but that that was a very interesting how they character. played it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and character the whole way through, you know, like. I know, and she was really well acted. I thought too. She does a good job. Well, that's she's Sa- that's, be... that's Sally Hawkins, man. She's good. Okay, okay, yeah. She's the other one who they're like, "Well, we got Kristen, we got Sally. Let's do it." <laughs> How much are you paying her? <laughs> <laughs> she's getting three. I want one. <laughs> right. I think she'd have gotten that, but no. I mean, Timothy Spall maybe would have had a huge payday on this, but I don't think so. He's, I like he's, he's got tons he's got of credits. credits. Yeah. yeah. Well, like th- th- that was like the butler dude, right? Like the who's the the crotchety old man that put the book in her room? Who was that? Because he was, I, he, was the, he was the he was the military guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've seen I've seen him in other things too. Harry Potter, but, Last Samurai. Yeah. 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 So, but like I don't know. I thought it was really cool where she, where she calls him out for putting the book in there. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's the and last him, yeah. yeah. I thought that was. Oh, old sly. You know what I mean? I, I like that. I mean, that's a, we get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm on your side. I am. Get back in the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe you. But maybe we don't go in the house. Get in the house. No. <laughs> I'm going to wait. No, I don't think you are. We're going to go. We're yeah. going to go together right now. <laughs> so it doesn't look like I made you, but I'm going to make you go in the fucking house. All right? <laughs> Oh, you are royalty indeed, Roger. Already royalty. Uh, I'm just uh, one more, one or two more points I want to make for me to score this is. So, Chris, you didn't like this movie. I did not. I didn't. I I didn't enjoy watching this. Well, it's it's. I I agree with Chris. I don't. I don't know if I don't like this movie. It's not a fun watch. It's not an enjoyable movie to watch at all. I mean, it it really isn't. It's a slog. You really have to be in the kind of the mindset and mood. This isn't like you're turning on something in the background. You know, you, you're not going to turn on Spencer to like fold laundry. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going <laughs> to happen. Unless you're a psychopath. <laughs> um, but my point. Well, is, I get my right mindset for the day is I cut myself with wire cutters. Oh, it's the soft part of my arm. God. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I feel alive. Oh. I love how she did it and then immediately fucking regrets it. Oh yeah. <laughs> how did you guys feel about that? What ending? did you think was going to happen about the ending? Like the last like. 10 seconds. Yeah. Bro, have you ever been to KFC? <laughs> you know how happy you would be? That's true. You had a bucket. You were sitting on there. You were sitting by the river with a bucket of chicken. Been there. I think, the ending, <laughs> I think the ending of this movie is, I think it's, I don't know, wholesome is the wrong word, but it is a nice ending to it because you've, you've watched this woman have just the most terrible fucking time the entire time she's here. Yes. And for her to finally just she feels I, she feels very much relieved to finally be out of it all and to take her kids to goddamn KFC for some real food and without any pressure or anything like that. And I think knowing what happens to Princess Diana later in her life after this you know, time period of this movie ends, I think it's a good way to end it because it shows her finally, for the first time in this movie, she's happy and she's just she's just being with her kids. Because we yeah. don't get that the entire time, I, and then I, just I, a mom I, with her kids. I think it's day. I think it's a good glimpse into what she probably the way that, you know the way that she thought everything would be, where she's carefree, sure. with her kids, just enjoying life and being happy. Well, okay, so, let me let me okay, let me ask you this, Rod. You seem to know a fair bit about you, Chris. You would know a fair bit about it. It's because of my heritage. There was what happened to Princess Di. 
bad stuff. There was some conspiracy theory behind that, right? Like at least yeah, for a while. Not, not just some. There, yeah, there are still there are strong rumors <laughs> that maybe, maybe the allegedly, car, al- hypothetically speaking, <laughs> the car accident wasn't exactly an accident. So I wonder. I, I was. I was. I, I didn't think we were there in the timeline as far as the '90s are concerned, but oh yeah. I was kind of hoping... Just because of the age of the kids. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is They were a little older than what they were in the movie. Um, I, I was kind of... when How it ended, I was kind of expecting more. Is that weird to say? No, because you were finally to a happier part of the movie. And you're like, we wish I had more of this in this movie. Well, because yeah, I mean, it just like... And then it just ends. Like yeah. Chris said. Like, Which is know, actually like, very fitting. Just game over. You know, just... Close the door. I mean, sure. If that's, I, I just don't know if it was. I mean, was it? Was the emotional impact on you there? But it was supposed no closure. To be? I mean, I don't. I don't think this movie's supposed to be about an arc and closure. I think it's supposed to show you how messed up it is or was for her, Diana. And the only thing that made her happy was at the end when she got the hell out of there and went with her kids. Yeah, she was probably. I mean, like she had some tendies. She she's being <laughs> she's being Princess Diana for at this point in her life for show. She's being Princess Diana for for the press, for the paparazzi, for the family. But she's not being Princess Diana anymore because that's who she is. It's because of that's who she who she became and she, who she stuck being is what it is. And when she's finally away from all that, she seems happy because that's where she now that's where she now wants to be. That's who she is now. Yep. It's no longer Princess Diana. She's only that formally, only that for its purpose of her being Princess Diana now. It isn't who she wants to be. She just wants yep. to be a woman with some tendies. That's all she wants. Yeah. This is high quality. <laughs> some old KFC over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it was ex- extra crispy? <laughs> Doesn't it have to be if you're just coming off of that, that terrible food bender? Yeah, yeah. I bet you that food was really good though. That she didn't eat. Oh, it probably was good. It was probably some good shit. I mean, probably it, the best in the country. Yeah, in the shit bowl too. After she pukes it up. So, you know, one thing I didn't, I wanted to happen but didn't happen is the Timothy Spall character when she goes to get her kids when they're all shooting pheasants. I totally expected him to stick up for her, and he didn't. No, not in a million years. Well, but then he did his part. And you find out if you, you know, with the book, he did his part. Well, okay. Explain his part then. He, so, well, I mean, like his part there in that moment is the same, his part, the entire movie. He is there for the queen. He and says, the rest of the family. Well, he says it up front that, that, that the queen brought him on yep. for this. He is there for the queen and to, and for the royal family and to, and to keep things look on the up and up there. He's not there for Diana. And he never was, and he never will be. So he the is, point of the book then—that was his. That was his. That was his only small. This is what I'm going to do for you. That's yeah. all he could do. Read this book. Yeah. It might put some stuff into a better perspective for you. And then when she straight up asked him, "It was you that put the book on," but he's like, "No idea what you're talking about." Yep. Which and is... then when you see him putting the bag in, you're like, "Yeah, you did." <laughs> Cheeky old. Yeah, master. you did. Yep. Yeah, of course. That's his. See, I don't understand like how this Chris. You might have a point though with your question is like, why did this movie even get made? Because this movie's not. Somebody has a very specific story. I mean, 
very specific story to tell. Yeah, but specific- I mean, we're not even talking like the last couple of years of her life. We're talking about three or four days. Yeah. So this movie specifically gets made because they they managed to get Kristen Stewart. Period. I think this, I think this gets made because someone had an idea and they finally the pieces just came together. All right. I mean, that's that's. Just, I mean, I'm sure movies have been made for worse reasons. <laughs> So, I mean, that's, that's fair. I just, I expected something very different from Spencer. We didn't get it or I didn't get it, but I mean, I'm, I wasn't dissatisfied with what we got. I just, this isn't another movie. I'm like, Oh, I got to watch Spencer again. Like I'll watch Spencer, Spencer confidential with Mark Wahlberg on Netflix. Before I watch this. <laughs> Yikes. The better Spencer, which wasn't that great. I mean, it was fun. At least you have to see people pounded in the face. Um, yeah. So let's move to score this then. Okay. I mean, knowing that it is a, you know, it's an, it's an Academy nominated film. Um, I mean, with Kristen Stewart. So over the, I'll go first. Unless you, what do you guys want to go first? I went no, first on right. Batman. Okay, uh, I, I'll go first because right. I'm I'm going to be the, the lower end of this score. So this movie, where I see the quality of film that this is, the care that was taken to make this, the location is is beautiful. You know, they tried to stay as close to like like history as they could with it. The changing of the film type, or what they did to make it seem like an old, like it was film, film further back in time, those little things I appreciated, and I can see the quality and care there. Kristen Stewart crushes it here; she does fantastic. It's a beautiful job by her playing out this character, and a few supporting roles are expertly done. But other than those things, this this movie, like nothing happens in this movie. And as I watched this movie, I just kept on thinking of like, what is, like, what's, like, why, why am I watching this? What is this telling me? I know, I, I, it's just, it's a tough watch for an average moviegoer. I think this movie to me is a, is, it's, it's like a three in my book. The only thing that brings it up at all is how good Kristen Stewart is, because everything else is did not care about. This is just a tough one for me. Interesting. Rob, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so I don't, I didn't really dig this movie much either. Um, to echo Chris sentiment and something that I've said all through this, Kristen Stewart's great. Um, I think she does a hell of a good job. The, the movie though itself, it's not for somebody like me. It's not a story that I was really in, really interested in after watching the movie. I did do a little bit more searching into how actually messed up that whole scenario is towards the end of Princess Di's life. Dude, that is some dark turns. Um, again, though, that's it's not really my thing. I'm not a big tabloid guy. I don't really care about the royal family. You know, jokes aside, it's just not something that interests me that much. But, I mean, Chris Stewart does fine. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of people I could recommend this movie to unless you specifically are into, like, the royal family and Princess Di herself. Um, I can't – somebody be like, hey, did you watch Spencer? And be like, yeah, it's weird because – yeah, it's weird. Um, I think Kristen Stewart herself brings the movie up to a five. Um, past that point, though, that's not we got much more from me. It's fair. I was going to give it a six. Um, I, I I think there are some very interesting choices made, like with the music. A lot of her framing, I think, is very is very well done, very well chosen. Kristen Stewart kills it, man. That's the thing. Is like. That is a great performance, and I don't think it can be anything less than a five. So it's got to be on the other side of five, the the back nine, uh, you know, on this, you know. So six is where it sits for me. I think there's a lot of good stuff going on here, but when I have to ask the question, who is this movie aimed at? That's not a good thing. After you watch a movie, like 
you don't walk out of Batman saying, I don't know who that was aimed at. Like, I mean, you know exactly what demographic, exactly what gender, exactly everything you know, exactly. Most movies you watch, you walk, you walk out of there knowing exactly that. Do you know what who Stuart or sorry, Spencer was aimed at? Nope. Like that's, that's my point is like, I, I don't know. I just think that's a negative for the movie, but a six is where I'm going to put it. Six is where it sits for me. Okay. So I can't see myself watching this in the near future. Maybe like I'll, I might watch this one more time before I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I know. Thanks. All right, gentlemen, we've done an episode. It's been a very long, long episode. Batman was long. Stuart was, or keep saying Stuart Spencer was not so long, but. This has been episode 269B. Nice. Thank you. Of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday a.m. at 5 a.m. of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two. Rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I'm at Rod Stillian. I have no Twitter. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube. We're still there as well. Still getting tons of views on some of those videos. Email us at ForTheLoveOfCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. Next week, we're taking a look at Pixar's Turning Red and the Apple original film Coda, which is up for tons of Oscars. And the Twilight Circle is complete. Or just beginning. Oh, God. (laughs) 